Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out Unregimented Mondays and Fridays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asmacore Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's Unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Number 131. Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Jay. I'm Rich. Alrighty. So what is going on, gentlemen? Uh, I got a fucking head cold. Yeah, a little bit. A little stuffy there. Yeah, it's annoying. I, get, I can't wait to get on a plane with a head cold. It's going to be great. Oh, oh it's That's the fucking worst. That's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, I've had to do that once. Yeah. I had a headache. It felt like my, my head was being cleaved in half. Yeah. For like yep. a whole day afterwards, too. Right. I think that yeah, was you know, the my same. My advice, Jay, take a whole bunch of Tylenol or some shit before you fly. Yeah, I think that was going to feel like someone's just uh, hitting you in the head with a hammer. Same time my luggage went to another city and I was oh. traveling for work. So, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, so if you hear me sniffle, you hear my sinus. Sorry about that. It's gross. I know. Fuck, you can't help it. <laughs> you're just Deal man. With you're just making you're just making me scared because I feel like I'm coming down with something. Oh, no, don't you start. Everybody get doing, a jacket. Oh, uh, a lot get today. You, get your jacket. Yeah, but it, guys, too. I mean, it's the, the seasons are changing, and that oh, yeah. just how Michigan isn't it? Like, is it called Michigan nose or Michigan head? Yeah, whatever. Is it? I get it every year. Whatever. I have allergies all year round, so really isn't that different for me i'll be over it in a week and it's the go. asthma that's what every time the seasons change every three months the asthma acts up awesome hey, let me ask you a question so okay so okay. you pretty much are off the tobacco cigarettes pretty much only what? vape has that ever fucked yeah. with your asthma the vape yeah it's well i guess it's a rather difficult thing to judge considering that uh i mean well you know what it's like when you stop smoking cigarettes you mm-hmm. have the the congestion Right, and that's a that's a, a big part of the the physical symptoms are a big part of why people go back to cigarettes because immediately your body wants to get rid of all this shit and it finally can now that all its little hairs are active again and not being poisoned. I get the fucking flu every time I quit smoking. Right, yeah, every that's time. what all that shit that's building up. Your your body can't eject it because right. it, it's the smoke actually paralyzes the cilia in your uh, esophagus, yeah, your esophageal tract, or whatever the fuck it is and uh yeah so anyway um why was i talking about that because i didn't have that same experience going from cigarettes to vape for some reason now i haven't actually tried to wean myself off of vaping so i don't know if i would have the same reaction i doubt it and i certainly don't cough I certainly haven't coughed any shit up, and I certainly don't feel like I get sick more often. As a matter of fact, I don't really believe a time that I, I don't think I was seriously sick since I stopped smoking. Yeah, it's, I gotta, I really gotta stop again. As much as I don't want to, but for my fucking just for this kind of shit, because this will go into bronchitis because I'm a smoker, you know. Yes, I, I'm just asking because I've noticed. Uh, I don't think I've I've never had asthma, asthma, yeah, asthma but uh, and according to the doctors, my lungs are clear, but. I upgraded uh, a while ago from an, a pen to a box, and mm-hmm. I went to a, a Nautilus tank, and it has the... I got the mini Nautilus. Uh, yeah, that's what I had with the BVC coils. Uh, what is that? The, the, ver- the, the vertical coils, the I, ones that, that 
Look like a little tube. Dual wick. Yes, I guess they dual. Yeah, wick with yeah. Vertical tubes or vertical. Well, anyways, I you know I'm to fire them like I'm up near well you know eleven and a half watts something like that. They're like, hey, this is how many Ooh. volts you're gonna need? You're safe between two four point two and five point zero volts. And it, like hitting hitting my vape is just like whoa, that's a lot warmer than that e pen ever got ever. And I just was like, okay, is this gonna fuck with me now? <laughs> Well, you know, guys get competitive with it. Oh yeah, man. And they oh, yeah. and they're they probably vape all the time. And yeah, I mean I run mine at seven and it's fine. I get nice decent hits. All I want is the same type of hit that I got off a cigarette. I don't need to take it a step further. Right. I need mm. not only the nicotine delivery, but I do need the um inhale it. The, uh, the smoke. No, the the, the experience. Yeah, there's a word the feel. there's a more concise word for what I'm trying to say, but the draw. It's like the idea like somebody who smokes pot and they always smoke joints and then when they smoke off a bowl or a bong they go, Oh, it's not the same high to me. You not you don't have the ritual. Right. I've never part of it, part, part of it is the ritual, right? right. And you're right. replicating that ritual. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I understand you on that. The yeah, the uh, oral fixation or whatever people would, would, would fuck with you about constantly putting something to your mouth i'm always uh, doing that anyway i mean I'm, I'm vaping i'm smoking i'm fucking eating some snack if not i'm chewing on a pen i cannot keep shit out of my mouth <laughs> I, i've regressed to a two-year-old we are we are like I, not you put me in an show. empty room and i want to have my foot in there <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> so what's going on out in the world though fuck the world <laughs> what the pope's in town right he yeah, met with that chick with the dry hair yeah yeah what's her name with the five husbands do you believe she i don't believe she met with them i think that's all propaganda i don't know man huffington post talked about it today no the <laughs> no the vatican talked about it and actually, there was a quote that was released while he was in transit back to Vatican City, I guess, or maybe somewhere else. But as he was leaving the uh, the U.S., they even spoke about it. They had some official statement. I might even have it here. Like that she officially sucks? Because yeah, I'm wondering he, what that Didn't he come was. out? No, he, he was saying that... I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris. Go ahead. I can't have in mind all cases that can exist about coincident, about conscientious objection. But yes, I can say that the conscientious objection is a right that is a part of every human right. It is a right. So that was a statement on their meeting to the press. Uh, he was interviewed, I guess, by reporters on a pl- on the plane after. I actually, so I don't know if this said she's got the right US, to though. be an idiot. Which I guess she, guess he's right. Yeah, and she's so, got the next I don't know. wonderful well, American right is to not work and starve. That is a that is a fair point, uh, but. Her lawyer said that uh, she said that she was very pleased to meet the Pope because in um, was so was it, it it was so great to be around somebody who loved Jesus so much. Right. He's got the direct no, no, line to him if she, you believe no, she, everything that's she in felt your little like book. She was in the presence of somebody who loved Jesus very much. I guess okay, he hold gave, on. Time uh, out. What isn't she? She's not Catholic, though, right? No, her parents are. She's not. She's Presbyterian. No, I guess she got a couple. Uh, her parents are Catholic. Yeah, yeah. Her parents are Catholic. And she okay. got she got a couple rosaries, one for her and one for her husband. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I, I know a lot of quote unquote and, Christians who, man, they shit all over the idea 
of Catholicism and, and, and Christianity being said in the same breath. Well, they like, gave the go, rosaries. Those idolaters and all this bullshit. They so. gave the rosaries away to their parents or her parents because they are Christian. Did they have a quote of what her dad said? Sorry? <laughs> Do you have the quote of what her father said? No. It's, uh, he what said her father said. If, her father said that if he lived, lived to be 200 years old, it'd still be the greatest gift he's ever received in his life. Like over okay. top of his own daughter. Right. <laughs> like, come on. Well, his daughter sucks. That's pretty big. I mean, imagine being a lifelong Kiss fan, and then your daughter gives you a signed uh, picture of Gene Simmons. I would love it. How cool cool would that be? Could you just imagine you'd be over the moon? Are you comparing Gene Simmons to Jesus Christ? Yes. (laughs) They're both running. They're both running cults. (laughs) It's true. But then so is Marvel Comics, and I'm a part of that one, so I can't judge. Saw the article that, uh, they... And that's also, uh, that, neither can the Pope, according to this. Who am I to judge, he said, when, uh, let's see, wait, let me back this up. Since his election uh, since his election to the papacy in 2013, Francis, with his outspoken criticism of global warming and income inequality, as well as his perceived support of the gay community, who am I to judge, he said, has become a favorite of some liberals. So this was like a big slap in the face to the liberals who thought that, hey, this is the progressive pro- Pope. He's supposed to be on the good side. This is the liberal pope. But well, if he tells you you can fuck without having the sole purpose of pro- procreation, that is pretty liberal. For a pope, I mean, isn't it? I mean, yeah. he's he's a radical pope compared to a uh, Nazi pope we had. I can't even remember his name. That's that's he's a, what, he's pretty conservative. Pre- John Paul wasn't John Paul the first. He's pretty liberal compared to Warren Jeffs. Who's that? He, he was in the news this week. Warren Jeffs is the guy who is running the uh, uh, section of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the polygamist LDS. Remember, he he went to jail. How long ago was this? Uh, He was convicted in 2011 of sexual assault because two of his wives were uh, 12 and 15 years old. That's fucked up. But he's still running this cult. Well, yeah. His brother is the acting president. Sure. He's making all these declarations from prison, and the latest one to come down can't make... I think a lot of people very happy because... uh, Let's see if I can find the exact quote here. Not that one yet. Seed bear. He talks about seed bearers. Oh, boy. Right? A seed bearer is an elect man of a worthy bloodline chosen by the priesthood to impregnate the FLDS woman. Under a new doctrine, FLDS men are no longer permitted to have children with their multiple wives. That privilege belongs to the seed bearer alone. It is the husband's responsibility to hold the hands of their wives while the seed bearer spreads his seed. What? Wow. I saw, a, I saw a porno like that yeah. earlier today. Yeah, they're talking about yeah. cuck porn. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> right. So this does, in in sort of an ingenious way, though, weed out the people that were just in it for the multiple wives thing. Wow. <laughs> How do I get the job as seed bearer? Right. They That's were LDS. Question. They were FLDS because uh, monogamy just wasn't working out for them. And now wow. you got nothing. Oh, religion. 12 years old. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you had to be from a worthy bloodline. So, I mean... So does that mean white? Well, uh, it seems to be just those who come from Warren Jeff's bloodline. Oh, So basically... Okay. <laughs> actually, who knows? Maybe this didn't come... Like, uh, maybe, uh, what's his name, Christopher Jeffs or something? He just, like, shows up one day with, hey, I got this letter from my brother. He says, nobody's allowed to fuck any of the women but me. And you got to hold them <laughs> still while I do so. So let's get to work. 
How David Koresh of him. That just sounds batshit. Or awesome if you're his brother. It's a, ri- a ritualistic procreation performed on a ritualistic bed slash altar. Is the way that uh, this this author or this reporter Bauer, what's his name? But what else? Do they I don't do know his first besides name. Fuck. Like I mean, there's got to be something like appealing, more appealing to people than they'll have to <laughs> share your wife or be knitting sheer. and running the loom and mashing the corn and <laughs> I mean, turning it. the turning the butter and milking the cow. There's a lot of there's a lot to keep them busy. Yeah. My question is, you got to hold the hand of the wife, right? Well, what's the other yes. hand allowed to do? Just saying. It's just Pummel thought. Dude. Is it in the doctor to hold the wife with one hand, jerk it with the other? Like, <laughs> no, you got to play with the seed bearer's <laughs> testicles. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep them warm. Got to yeah. keep the seed the right temperature. Right. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be into that. I mean, uh, <laughs> of, of well, all the shit we've discussed, this is the line. If yeah, if I really, Aaron's not crossing it. I'm not even allowed to participate in any way. If I can't even touch myself, then oh, yeah, yeah, no, fuck there's that. absolutely nothing in it no, for me. I'd be, I wouldn't even let it get to that point. Then you couldn't even get me in the room. No. You see ya. You're like, what are you nuts? Hey, you just got six more wives. Have fun. <laughs> Go, go find your own seed bear. Oh, oh God. You know there's rec- some... It's got to be record time for us getting into dark shit. You know there's some dude who's like Al Bundy out there who's like, I grew tired of fucking this chick a long time ago. Just have at her. He's like, you go ahead. <laughs> you, got, you got cable? You got Sports Center? I'll go watch that. Here. Don't worry about it. Let me know when you're done. What kind of sandwich would you like? I'll take care of that. You want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go out and find Monica Lewinsky because I I heard she does this thing called head in air quotes right now because you know he ain't getting that shit. <laughs> that was There's only the, one blowjob allowed in that cult per year, and it's to the seed bearer. That's uh, yeah, that was the last straw. Well, well hey, wait a minute, your own wife. Wait a minute, could there be a loophole in this? Now, see if the How's seed that? is not going in could to make be. babies. Can you get around that whole seed bearer? Could that be the seed bearer loophole? Mm-hmm. Hey, not getting her pregnant. Yeah, is right. there, you're asking if there's a hole in the logic that this organized religion follows. Like, is there a loophole? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I wonder I know if I'm we asking. could find one, if only. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying if, if the Let's seed... Let's start is, from the beginning. <laughs> if you're not coming in the vagina, right. can you get the blowjob at least? little back door yeah i know this is quickly turned into a gangbang scenario here well let's say, see like, if the seed bearer can only have sex with her i mean you're not getting pregnant for moral <laughs> someone call brassiers and sell this idea as a fucking i think that's setup. a given i mean if even the christians are against masturbation the flds can't oh, be too keen yeah, on touching no, yourself sure. or spilling your seed for any reason i mean Ugh. they are the extremists so I well I would say it's either you're it's it's probably one of two things. Here's my wild ass guess on it. You're not allowed to jerk off at all, or you have to jerk off whenever possible, whenever your your balls feel full, because you have to get rid of that uh, unworthy seed. You, gotta, you, have to, you have to constantly you keep get your rid balls of the curdled drained. nut. Yeah, <laughs> it comes out lumpy. It's he's got to make like yeah. cottage cheese. <laughs> He's got to keep them running dry. You know, the head Warren Jeffs wants to keep all the males from being able to impregnate any of his women. Dude, nuts and a puff of dust come out. Any of his kids. <laughs> there you go, bitch. You just got to. And what's the schedule like for the seed bear? Is it like you know, once is are you on a seven day schedule? Do you get a breather? Know. 
How many women are there? I'd imagine it's at your whimsy. Have you seen most of these women that are in these cults? It's not like it's going to be a, like, you're not hitting top shelf ass. I mean, you're hitting, you're hitting a lot of like permed hair, you know, basically the chick, the the chick, uh, Kim Davis. That's basically what you're hitting a lot of Kim Davis. I'm just saying that's what they look like. I mean, some homely bitches. So I, yeah, unless you're on HBO, I mean, those chicks were pretty hot. Well, uh, what, what's uh, Chloe says? Chloe Sevigny. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, I wouldn't mind. Uh, she looks like she'd throw you down and fuck what you. What was her though. name? Jane. That's, that's the thing. No, not Jane Harmon. What? The hey, fuck? sometimes, man. And the sometimes. chick from Once Upon a Time. He had a he had a hot little harem going for him. Well, but I mean, that, that is show TV. is genius, though, because, I mean, you, you totally bought it. <laughs> that Bill Pullman could, no, no pun intended, pull that ass? Yeah. <laughs> they made it work, man. Oh, Bill, he was awesome. I just want to know show. when he just blasts her in the face like a Jackson Pollock photo, is he like, game over, man? And then just fucking gets <laughs> up walks off. Now, was it Pullman or Paxton? I thought it was Paxton. Oh, it's Paxton. You're right. You're Paxton. right. Pullman, yeah, uh, you said, oh, uh, yeah, you said I, Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> Pullman was the president in uh, ID4. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he looks like Bill Paxton, only a little melty. He's like Ski. <laughs> Al- he's like Ski Ulrich is to Johnny Depp. He's the he, you know. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich, the, the poor man's Johnny Depp. Yes. Or Johnny Depp, the rich man Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. Oh. Well, what about all this Matt Damon shit? I didn't even hear about this until yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, rich? Fill I casted for some ideas earlier, and Rich threw out uh, some Matt well, Damon gossip. So I did look it up. Yeah, apparently Matt Damon was giving an interview, and they they uh, were talking about actors and sexuality. Oh, and Matt, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think uh, actually there's there's a story that precedes that that so that the the sex one was kind of piling on to uh, a, a comment about diversity in in film. Did oh, see, I wasn't one? sure of the timeline because I know that he's got a show with uh, his hetero life mate Ben Affleck on HBO called Project Greenlight. Yep. That, yep. Yep. So right, and that's where the controversy sure which started. Came first. Right. So they were discussing on the show, which is like a kind of a contest show, which one of the directors, director duos, I, I guess, would be appropriate for the material that they had, which one would do the best job with it. And one of the other judges had said, well, let's see. Well, it was I mean, a, it was a black female producer who the, the article I read had a very, very much, very much a slant to it. So I'll just I'll just give it from what I remember. It was a black female producer and she was pushing for the directing duo of an Asian male and a female. Right. And Matt Damon made the comment of, you know, we're not in the business of... Yeah, like, I, I can't I, remember I the exact, exact comment. Quote. If you got the quote, go yeah, ahead yeah. and read it. I would just want to urge people to think about whoever this director is, the way that they are going to treat the character of Harmony with her being a prostitute. Oh, I'm this is the this is Brown's quote, but Matt Damon's quote is coming up next. Uh, how they're going to treat the character of Harmony with her being a prostitute, the only black person being a hooker who gets hit by her white pimp. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't read the material. It sounds like a fair point. You have one black person in your whole production, and she's you know beaten and abused but who knows you're looking at this group here and and who you're picking and the story that you're doing i just want to make sure that we're doing our best so yeah her point was she she thought that because there was uh an asian woman in this duo that her minority status in america would give her a, a a point of view that would be important to the minority character in the movie now it doesn't sound like this person's exactly a, a big part in this unless I, I don't know again i haven't read the material maybe she's she is the focus of it but not from the way they're talking about it it seems like i a, don't believe she is either it seems 
seems to like you know base your directing your choice of director on one character mm-hmm. seems like a weak premise. So let's see, where's Matt Damon's quote? Well, just real quick, also, you got to remember that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, this is the fourth quote unquote season they filmed of this. I know it's been over like a 10 year span. I've, I've watched a couple of them. These are, these guys are executive producing with, and obviously they're not begging for change on the corner to eat, but their own money. And they've put, it's the fourth or fifth season, and they've put either, th- you know, four, four or five, four movies out so far, most which have gone directly into the shitter, never made any money, and what were not considered even, successes with the critics so i think they're trying they're doing what most executive producers in hollywood would do which is we need to appeal to an audience and we need to hit a home run with this not just you know with well his his comment on diversity is he said that it wasn't a concern when you're choosing your director producer or whatever the, the behind the scenes people that uh, he says when we're talking about diversity, you do it in the casting of the film, not the casting of the show, which it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I understand what he's getting at from the context around it too. Is that you know if you, you let's talk about how you portray the people that are on screen, not what the intentions are of the people behind the scenes and what their background is. Mm-hmm. That's not so important. Which makes sense to me coming from a gentleman who started out as an actor and eventually moved into right. writing, directing, producing. And this leads right into the next thing that got him in trouble because... Really? That quote got him in trouble? Well, yeah, he was he was, uh, he was accused of white-splaining diversity. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right? Continue. Being the, yeah. like, hey, listen, little lady, okay, now, this stuff doesn't fly in Hollywood. I know you can put black people on the screen, but, you know, behind the scenes, that's a whole different matter. We white people here had this film business wrapped up, okay? I think he was more, I don't know, it's the first time I'm hearing it, but to me, the point comes across as we're not paying attention to the race of the people we're hiring behind the scenes. We're just hiring people behind the scenes. Right. Let's see, he went, Interviewed later about it, he says, if you suddenly change the rules of this competition at the 11th hour, it just seems like you would undermine what the competition is supposed to be about, which is about giving somebody this job based entirely on merit and leaving all other factors out of it. It is, it's just strictly oh. a filmmaking competition. Well, you can't yeah. bring in the word merit because the affirmative action crowd gets <laughs> fucking all up in arms and you bring that into play. Right. So then he goes on to, in an interview, that he was, I think the subject of uh, a, a certain actor being out came up right hold on one second it leads right into the next story where uh he started talking about how tough it was for him to just be associated with with another male actor so closely that every that there were rampant rumors and jokes i mean we still make jokes about it about him and ben affleck being gay (laughs) but to him it was like he was mortified because he just had to answer the question and he basically said that uh that no actor should have to answer that question that sexuality shouldn't even come into the que- into it what the the true person is in there all that does is ob- obfuscate the, the what you see in the finished product exactly yeah the that's, actor's he, job is to portray that these other people yeah. as accurately as possible for other people for the audience so he can tell the story and yep. yeah it, again it goes it, it's a purest thought of you know this is a an actor and a filmmaker who understands his craft inside and out and is very pure and is thinking about it and doesn't let these weird biases that everybody else lets creep in that ruins shit well it was taken this is how it was taken because the quote was taken without context being given and broadcast over the internet it was taken as he was saying if you're a gay actor you should 
not come out as gay because it's going to make people right. It's going to make people. It it's going to make it harder for people to believe that you're playing a straight actor. It was immediately which is ridiculous. Yeah, it was warped uh, into. Don't come out because it can only do. It can only hurt your career. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right, so he, yeah. He's like this this amazing forward thinking producer and 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 an actor and we're everybody wants to paint him like this 50s madman style guy listen honey you don't know what the business is like all right don't and, tell him you're gay tell we need a beard for you okay and here's but here's you know we're back gets, to people sitting around looking for shit to be offended about well yeah i mean that's that's just that's here to stay for the foreseeable right. future as far as i, I then, believe i don't think that's going anywhere and then he's forced to in interest of his own career he has been forced now by public opinion to go out and lie to everybody. I don't believe that his quote is, I thought it was a really insensitive thing to say. I don't believe that, Matt. I really don't believe that. I believe that you're speaking from your heart and that this is you covering your ass and I don't blame you for it. And I would probably do the same thing if I was in your position, but I don't believe it for a second. Well, on top you of have all to this, do this, you had an incident with... Um, doesn't he have enough money where he could just tell everyone to fuck off? He's, yeah, but he's got... He doesn't want to be Charlie Sheen or... He's heading up a really big movie, and what is looking to be a really amazing book, uh, movie that's based on an amazing book, and this is a Ridley Scott film, and he's got a lot of other people to can, uh, think about, too. He can't just fucking you know, bomb his own production because he's got a bunch of fuck you money. Not if he ever wants to work again. Right. And I mean, I'm not even talking about in the capacity of in front of a camera. Right. I'm talking about whatsoever in Hollywood. Well, this is what, this is what gets me. Okay. So the, the SJWs come out and, you know, they start carpet bombing them for these two comments. Okay. The first one we've discussed. The second one, here's, here's the interesting part to me. Tom Hardy, who just, he played Mad Max, played Bane. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so just no one knows who I'm talking about. Um, oh no, I know what you're. Ta- I know exactly what you're about to talk about. Everybody's seen him in a movie, whether him. they know it or not. A reporter asked him in some half-assed, you know, punk-ass way, in a roundabout way, of saying, uh, "So, are you gay or not?" But he didn't come out and say it. And Tom Hardy was like, "Oh, he, he said, uh, there's been a lot of questions uh, about your sexuality." And he's like, "Yeah, are you and- asking about my sexuality?" Well, well, I guess, uh, I guess, yeah, I am. And he said, "Why?" Why? Yeah, <laughs> that's his quote. Why? Yeah, and on top and of it, and he has no you, answer. If if you if you stop and think about it, he's played he's played a gay character before. Mad Max, like one of the man you know manliest, masculine, whatever, however you want to look at it, characters, and he's believable in all the roles. Right, right. It doesn't fucking matter. He's going. It doesn't matter who he's played. He's had a Brooklyn accent. He's had an English accent. He's had an yeah, Australian. He, he's accent. like I'm an actor. It shouldn't matter. He's killed people in movies. Lots what of people I in, in rock movies. and roll of the he played a gay gangster. Wow. You know, I mean, it's like so. <laughs> right. His point was, it shouldn't matter. My my personal right. sexuality. Uh, is it true that your face was really mutilated under that Bane mask? Yeah. <laughs> Are you a child? So basically, in a roundabout way, he's he's kind of saying the same thing Matt Damon said, except for he directed it at a reporter who was trying to trying to, to, to play the gotcha game with him, and he was like, uh, "I'm not playing this game." And, but I mean, he he basically said it doesn't matter what my fucking sexuality is now, it does? Is. And that's I mean, sexuality right. is a personal thing. If you want, unless you're you trying to touch to it, it, it's none of your let business. Them know it. If you don't, yeah, right. it's none of their business. Do you want some of this? 
you know? Because then, then just come to me like a man. <laughs> you know, don't beat around I gotta the bush. be honest with you. I got to like, be honest what, with you. What's your interest in this question? I got to be honest with you. It seems like Tom Hardy has quite a gay following. So if the reporter oh. was gay and Tom oh. Hardy was like, you want Why? some of this? The reporter might have been like, zip. Yeah. Anybody that, who's attracted that'd, that'd to a men. That's a hell of a story. How could anybody who's attracted to men not love him? Those pillowy lips. <laughs> I, I don't know tell us more <laughs> we'll say this in the, in the i was talking to a buddy of mine and he's he's got a huge crush on tom hardy and i was like hey have you seen a new mad max yet and he goes no i said it becomes painfully obvious he has problems with thinning hair at some point and he just went oh, i know and i'm like oh, <laughs> jesus man i didn't tell you that he killed your dog i just said you know He's got thinning hair. I didn't realize it was such an issue for you. Well, speaking of Matt Damon, uh, I it's insane that this these are the news stories going around when, to me, the big... I mean, there's two big stories, actually. This fantastic movie's coming out that this could be whatever... It could be the type of movie that, uh, that scientists believe Interstellar was going to be, only it was too esoteric for the mainstream to actually inspire anybody to want to go out into space, especially if they ne- thought their friends were all going to age 60 years when they came back. Is the book actually called Martian? The Martian. The Martian. Yeah, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I heard yeah. an interview from the guy who wrote it this morning. I guess right. he's a engineer. Yeah. And it was totally. like all the math was all like, yep. Yeah, he, he he's a software engineer. Yeah, I've yet to read it. Oh. It's on my list, definitely. Uh, as soon as I finish the uh, complete history of the Marvel Universe. He just wrote a book. He was like, you didn't even, he's like, I just wanted to get my stuff out there. He's like, I didn't think it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was it was really a thought experiment to him from what I've heard. Um, it was a crowdfunded thought experiment. It was like, hey, you know, could one guy pull this off? Right, and then he was like, "Well, this is kind of like you know, Castaway, and there you go." But is Matt Damon gonna fuck a volleyball. But it shows it shows <laughs> it's possible. And now on top of this, now maybe NASA's kind of leaking this news slowly in order to line up and take advantage of this. Because I mean, they're hoping it's not, this gets it's not conspiracy theory. I mean, there's definite connection to what gets made in Hollywood and what gets what gets made at NASA. You inspire the people's imagination as to what's possible. They're willing to make that step with you. It, it becomes and- like theoretical when you see it on the big screen yeah i don't think 2001 would have been made when it was made if it wasn't for the space race going on at the time well you know it's like it's it's it it, there was a lot of interest in it and that's how hollywood jumps on shit so i mean no but i'm saying the op the the opposite is true as well that's what What, i was gonna well that's it you know what's water flows both ways down that pipe is what i'm saying yeah you continue this cycle of uh you know just i don't know that's not the point that i wanted to make though i'm getting off track there's there's water evidence of water found on mars flowing water right, right we knew right. there was frozen yeah. water or uh, at, or at one time at least there's the the caps the the, the polar caps and there's also some evidence that we've seen that kind of looks like water would have flown here, but they seem pretty definite now that there are at times uh, what might actually come from the polar caps melting water will run down on the surface of the planet that we, they uh, once believed to be completely arid. So, I mean, that's and, uh, fantastic news. And I'm not saying that that wasn't reported, but I, it was much easier to find stories about Matt Damon, slip of the tongue, no, slap I, against I know, gays and minorities. <laughs> Mars goes, I'm wet. NASA's like, I'm coming over. So, yeah. I, right. Oh, and uh, I got to play you a little bit of this Rush Limbaugh. Is he oh, at, this, oh, God. Oh, this, yeah. <laughs> he has something to say about this. Let me put this up here. What the fuck is going on here? 
Sorry, give me a sec here. My iTunes is going crazy. Yeah. Some was new this like a Sinbad comedy special? I was going to say, that's <laughs> Russia's bumper? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that on, yeah, Sinbad 1990s comedy special. <laughs> when he was wearing the fucking... One night stand! Suit. Just Eons ago, ancient Mars had an extensive atmosphere, along with an ocean two-thirds the size of our northern hemisphere and a mile deep. How do they know that there was an ocean? Science. Two-thirds the size of the northern... And that it was a mile deep. Yeah, there Centuries. used to be a Mars two-thirds covered with water. And Scientists don't talk like that. mile deep. How did they know that? Science. We haven't yes, been do. there. Russia we haven't Russia. probed a mile down. On my, I, 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 after an unknown catastrophe, Mars suffered a major climate change and lost its surface water. An unknown... We haven't... We also haven't probed heaven for evidence of God, but yet you believe that. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah, I was just waiting to say that. But... Unknown. How do we know that? Yes, sirree, Bob, that's what it was, folks. After an unknown catastrophe, Mars suffered a major climate Faith. change and lost its surface water. Faith, if we're going to admit that it was an unknown catastrophe, how in the name of Sam Hill do we know what it was? And that it was brought on by climate change. There's climate change every freaking place in the universe. It's climate change. Unknown catastrophe. There's climate change on Jupiter. I don't know. It just irritates the heck out of me. Unknown catastrophe. We know that an unknown catastrophe, some years ago, brought up by climate change, destroyed all the water on Mars. How can something be catastrophic when there aren't any people around to feel a catastrophe? <laughs> the Mars guys, the scientists, said a catastrophic event related to climate change a politically charged term climate catastrophe mars you're making it political how does anybody know that how can anybody possibly but this is absurd catastrophic event that nobody lives on mars until they're going to tell us they did yep and global climate change destroyed them don't <laughs> don't rule it out folks we're, leave, we're we're dealing here with desperate leftists who will do anything to advance their agenda here on earth okay okay wow. hold on. no 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 hold up okay how many Gospels are in the Bible? Four. How many Gospels? Yeah, four. four. Okay. How many were left out of the Bible? I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate and saying that when, I, when they say there's other Gospels that were edited out over the, over the years. I mean, let's ballpark it. Maybe a dozen? Is that, is that too high, too low? I don't know. Okay, so uh, let's, okay, let's go with the four they have. So four Gospels were written saying that by people who never met Jesus but are saying his story. Okay, and he's going, well, you know, um, you know that, that's that, I'm sure Rush Limbaugh will be like, that. yes, I believe in Jesus and Christ and all this good shit. But he's saying scientists don't know. Right, let's okay, just start well, with how many people. On that, based on that line of logic, Rush, how many books have been written about Martians on Mars? You don't, apparently, to write a gospel, you don't have to meet the man to have witnessed the things with your own eyes. So maybe these science fiction writers heard it secondhand from somebody. So his line of logic right there falls the fuck apart. And I mean, we all know what Rush Limbaugh's agenda is. It's, it's not even fucking got a thin veil over top of it. Right. Well, he wants to turn it into climate change arguments. There's cli Yeah, there's climate change all over the fucking universe. Because the universe is bigger than your fat ass can fucking yeah. comprehend. Yeah, he, he thinks, oh, these liberals have such a climate change hard on 
that they are trying to feed us a story that it happened on Mars. And what, I mean, what they're talking about is what they believe at one time, uh, probably long, long ago when the uh, sun was a little bit smaller and Mars was a little bit cooler and Mars was more in what they call the Goldilocks zone and not Earth, where it's just far away from the sun, just Mm -hmm. enough to create an atmosphere and shield itself from the radiation and enjoy the warmth. We are in the Goldilocks zone. At one time in the past, Mars was in the Goldilocks zone. And they believe what happened is that a large uh, planetoid or asteroid of some sort smashed into the surface as it did on Earth and many places all over in the primitive solar system. And that created uh, an event that heated up the atmosphere, evaporated all the water. You know, this is this is the new theory of what possibly happened to the dinosaurs. This is well, what I say. So using Russia's logic, are dinosaurs not dead? Well, let's not even go there because I mean, well, is he one of the 5000 year old club? Is he, no, no I, I don't think he's that. Insane. He's, not, he's not that deep. OK. So yeah. maybe maybe he believes in dinosaurs. I don't know, but yeah, and this this idea that oh well, you can't if you don't even know what what caused it, then how can you say that it happened? Well, a detective finds a dead body and no murder weapon. Does that mean the person didn't die? Yeah, they're they're alive and breathing. We don't know. It's, it's, no, he's a fucking Until moron. That guy, if a deaf that guy bleeding out there is alive. Mic, are people going to believe him? That guy there is bleeding out of his head is alive until I find the gun that shot him. You can't prove otherwise. And he believes in God. I mean, okay, let's... He's let's turning play, into let's, a fucking cartoon character, though, the older he gets. I mean, he, he already honest. pretty much has been one, but... Well, do you guys even think he believes any of this shit, or do you just think he's just fo- saying this shit to cash checks? He, he just... He's, he, yeah, he just needs material. I think at the beginning he was saying it to cash checks, but you could go with the, the theory of you say, so, you say things so many times you start to believe them. He does possibly yeah he's he's probably believing his own bullshit but he doesn't have any material either they're telling us that climate change is happening on mars they're like oh climate change is happening on mars like how can you be alive in like the last i don't know all of our lives and not think climate change is happening i mean just look at look at the last five years you know what's funny is that the old people in my family talk about how different the weather was when they were growing up Mm -hmm. than now but the minute you say climate change they tell you you're full of shit and i'm like okay even by your own personal experience you say okay and i i get it They, they could be misremembering things whatever but they're like i don't remember the seasons being as far off you know or is is the, the season starting as late as it does. It used to, you know, do this. It used to do that. Well, if you remember that, and we put a name to it, but it just happens to be a name you don't like, then all of a sudden it's dismissed. I just, oh, uh, opi- you're you're entitled to your opinion. You're not entitled to deny facts. That's all there is to it. I mean, you my can- one argument for climate change is New England's winter last year, and then I would drop the microphone. I mean, they had record snowfall. That, that that the region is used to getting destroyed at winter got destroyed. The worst it's ever gotten destroyed. They were pushing snow into Boston Harbor because they were running out of room of places to plow snow. Two years ago, we had what sixty uh, some inches in the month of January. Yeah, no. it, well, the same winter too. 90, record cold, like overall. coldest. What was yeah. it? Coldest February, coldest January is on record. Yeah, well, and but yeah. Meanwhile, how, how not much happening is, to the planet? How much is gas in New York? Uh, well, actually, it's it's New Jersey. In New I've Jersey. seen gas for a dollar fucking eighty nine. A dollar eighty nine must be yeah. nice. That is that is just fucking ridiculous. I mean, at least if we're going to if we're going to use 
fossil fuels, we should at least be aware of what we're doing. And when you when you subsidize it to make it that cheap, to make it less than a gallon of milk, uh, there's there's no responsible use of it. It's a free for a free for all. Yeah, but I bet you I bet you by Saturday gas is going to be three bucks. I bet you it'll double because that hurricane oh, supposedly well, heading for the East Coast. Yes, there must be gouging. Oh, I guarantee you. I'm, it's a I disaster. Bet you, I'm going I'm to monitor gas prices Saturday morning. When, well, I'm gonna, actually, I'm going to have to get gas Saturday morning when I turn in the rental car. I bet you shit's going to be near three bucks. Oh, I bet you wish you fucking purchased the prepaid uh, gas tank. <laughs> nah, it's fucking... Dude, somebody else pays for that. I don't I do that shit. I know. <laughs> well, have you guys been following uh, what happened today, actually, as the uh, recording of this show on Wednesday, that the uh, the Russians bombed Syria? Did you hear about that? Oh, that, that's yeah. that's going to end well. The French did, too. Hmm. Well, this is, this is the first time that uh, post-Cold War Russia has actually uh, had a military strike. All of a sudden, Putin got kind of interested in terrorism and was like, oh, you know, we have to do something about this. We want the sanctions taken away. So they kind of out of nowhere bombed uh, certain places in Syria that they said were holdouts of IS or I guess we're calling them ISIL. ISIS, ISIL. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, They they bombed what they said was, uh, you know, ISIS factions only... From the map that the Americans are looking at, it seems to be more Assad regime. Uh, anti-Assad regime, oh, yeah. the uh, the rebels, and it seems that uh, I don't know, it seems that Putin and Assad are pretty tight, and he. Well, you know, when you're a dictator, you kind of have sympathy for your own kind, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Russian airstrikes against Assad enemies. That's on BBC News. That's how the BBC is reporting it, too, huh? That's how they're reporting it, yeah. Yeah, Putin says, if they, the militants, succeed in Syria, they will return to their home country and they will come to Russia, too. Wait, read that So, think we'll be in Syria by the end of the year? Uh... Dude, we, we cannot start a war with Russia right now unless we recede from everywhere else. Seriously. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we wouldn't necessarily get into it with Russia right, just by entering this yeah, conflict. We'll have proxy Because wars. they are, you know, saying at least that they are on our side, that yeah. they're actually fighting terrorists. Well, proxy wars, just like uh, just like Vietnam was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just fucking... All right, more dead soldiers. Can't wait. Yeah. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Podcast. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented five stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at Pro Boothcast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows. Well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. 
It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net. That's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. I watched a, uh, I forget where it was. Yeah, I watched a um, video of a guy. I think he was in like Arizona or some shit. He shot a 36-inch plate from over two miles away with a sniper rifle. So <laughs> when is uh, when's Eastwood making a movie about him? He's got to write a book first. No, there was actually a, I can't, I can't remember where the, God damn yeah, that's what I was prompting at. There was a guy who, there was a soldier who made an almost two-mile sniper kill in Afghanistan. Can't remember what country he's from. Yeah, I hear shit like that, and I just think, okay, those are guys that are once every probably couple hundred years. You know, the people that have the skills to do that shit. That's more than just okay. I practiced a lot. That's that's hitting a genetic lottery, being able to to and just having natural raw ability coupled with training. Yeah, it's it took that guy the the one that made the almost two million or two mile uh, kill. Um, it took him nine shot or nine shots to to line it up. Well, that's not a very good. That that's like a ten percent success rate. Dude, that's a long ass shot. Well, how the hell can you aim for two mile? I mean, it's, you got a, a scope. scope that can see that. I yeah, mean, it's it's well, 50, obviously, the one guy but... had a fifty six x scope, and it was uh, he's a. Uh, but you have spotting hawk, right? right? Well, there's two spotters. There was two spotters for that <laughs> guy. Some hawks out. But no, you got to like have like you know you got to pay attention to multiple wind directions. Mm-hmm. Probably, you got to take into account the curvature of the Earth at that point. How the bullets going to fall? Not it took almost, in front it, of the bullets within their two miles. It took six seconds for the bullet to reach its target. Wow, it's an eternity in fire in, in, in yeah in firearms. Yeah, that's forever. There's a lot of variables that can happen in those six seconds that a could fuck that shot up. Bird so flew into one of them. You know, that's comforting to know yeah <laughs> oh that scares you come on they're just gonna have uh lasers on satellites that can fry you before you even know what's going on yep well i'm just gonna, like how long do the police have that technology is my question yeah but you have to have a policeman that can make that shot they don't the technology helps out. but i'll give you that, that one that technology all on its own yeah well they got those yeah. uh a gun, a the, gun like that doesn't uh, take to like firing wildly like uh, no. some police like to do um there's they actually, like to more flail around and kind of shoot around. There's actually a bullet in development right now that a sniper can, as long as he maintains a laser lock on his target, the fucking bullet will curve to it. It will actually go to the laser. This is some shit from that movie Wanted, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, like, if there's a truck moving, the sniper just has to, like, keep Throwing his, bullets around the corner. Yeah. Bending bullets. Yeah, lock on a what fucking... What movie was that? Yeah, it was wanted. wanted. Wanted, yeah. That was silly shit. Yeah, it was still an entertaining movie. It though. was, it was. Wasn't that uh, Matthew <laughs> Vaughn? Angelina Jolie. Did Matthew Vaughn do that one? The star of the movie? No, no, no. The director that did the X-Men movies. No, there's some Russian guy. I can't remember his oh, name. Really? I, just, I literally was just reading about it three yeah, or four it's days based ago. Based on a Mark Miller comic book. Yeah. They're talking about doing a sequel to that. Well, I I, that well, that's a comic that I would really like to sit down and, and get the trade paperback and, and read because it seems like it'd be something you know, I, I, a lo- there's been a lot of Mark Miller stuff that I found really entertaining. Um, well, definitely Kick-Ass is a big one. Yeah, that it's I, fun. That's um, a fun movie to watch. The, the movie is fun. 
the comic books are done by John Romita Jr., who's just like a legend in comic books, and it was one of my favorites. And it, when when he's on, he's on, but he has a certain kind of, uh, I don't know, he's definitely got a style. Um, lately, his stuff seems to be more like, hey, wouldn't this make a great movie, huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Which is all well and good. It doesn't always make no. for the best comics. Who did Green Hornet? Who did that? Was uh, what's his name directed it? Wait, who who no, created yeah, the character? No, 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 no. no. The, the newest movie, the was last Seth movie. Rogen. Yeah, it was Seth Rogen. Oh, he actually directed that movie. I believe he directed it, didn't yeah, he? That was a good movie. It wasn't very enjoyable. Yeah, I think he got the tone right. I think so too. There was enough sarcasm. Is it meta enough without being too much? Yeah. Too much, too much uh, self-reference. Well, speaking of comic book movies, I guess uh, Hugh Jackman confirmed that the the last standalone Wolverine movie he'll be starring in is, is going to be based, of course, how loosely, who knows, off of uh, a Wolverine story that you've talked about a few times in the podcast, the Old Man Logan story. That's right. That's what they're... I don't think that they've actually got a script going for it yet, but that's what they're pushing for. That's another Mark Miller story. Yeah. That, yeah, that's how I ended up getting into the Mark Miller stuff and the Wanted stuff, because I started looking up stuff on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Old Man Logan is uh, a far future uh, version of Wolverine that's lives in a world that's like a post-apocalyptic world that's ruled by hulks lots of hulks well different areas i guess are ruled yeah. by different villains basically the premise is the villains killed all the superheroes that they could right and drove the rest of them into hiding yeah so you've got like your goblin area you've got your hulk area you've got of course uh, doom's got an area doom's got an area yeah I, I thought i thought the premise of it when i read it was interesting and i, I just read like you know a, a sus, you know like a summary of it and mm-hmm. i was like well, that could work i mean it'd be fucked up to see wolverine killing all the x-men but <laughs> right uh, yeah i couldn't remember if that was uh if that's what happened in that one if they all died because he couldn't save them or if he was forced to kill them uh one of the one of the 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 villains got into his head and made him think that the x-mansion was being attacked by uh some somebody's henchmen i was really he was killing all the x-men i think i was getting it confused with age of apocalypse i was flipping the two yeah and that's when that's when he was like i'm not popping my claws i'm done with this superhero shit and he went to go live in the middle of nowhere and in the areas that that the hulks had taken over yeah he he just his healing factor won't allow him to die he's aged some his hair's calmed down a little you know that or he just keeps it really crop tight and uh he's just like leave me the fuck alone and it's you know it's it's a fucking mad max story and not, yeah not that george george miller made the story uh the fir- first either but it's one that he's known for going back to in mad max especially the last one um fury road which is you know just burnt out fuck that doesn't want to be bothered by anyone and constantly finds that uh people need him and that's what freaks him out more than anything is that people might actually need him because he's failed everybody else in his life that's the character that's old man logan which if you lived long enough to see pretty much everyone you you love die and then on top of it killed most of them yeah yeah you kind of i imagine you kind of feel that way right and that's the wolverine that's coming back to the marvel universe after all the secret war stuff is done which who knows when that's even gonna be it's extended even more like they delayed shipment of recent of a couple volumes of the book and then actually added another book onto what was not once an eight book series now as a nine book so who knows but yeah uh, old man logan is going to be the wolverine at least for the time being actually i shouldn't say that x23 
three, his uh, his clone is going to be a female Wolverine, and he's just going to be old man Logan. Well, I don't I don't know if you heard this, but uh, kind of a throwback to earlier in the episode, uh, Hugh Jackman's campaigning very hard for for Mr. Pillowy F- Lips. Yep, <laughs> for Tom Hardy to play Wolverine when he's done with him. Yeah, I mean, fuck. And I say, fuck that. Put Sabretooth in your next movie and have him play that. I want to see you and him going at it. Oh, that sounds really bad. Now. <laughs> hey, you two. Why don't you oil up and get in there? Dress up like superheroes and punch each so, other a little bit. Somewhere yeah. my buddy Corey just fucking got Slow a down. <laughs> he's like, He's like, wait a minute. Something wonderful just happened. <laughs> Something was spoken to existence. Rule 34. Run with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Well, we brought it full circle, which involved also digging ourselves into a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> so, good point to wrap this one up on, don't you think, gentlemen? Sure enough. Yeah. Hey, Rich, by the way, our super fan uh, brought it up on the, uh, the the face page today. Today's the 30th. Congrats, sir. Today would be your 90 days, wouldn't it? Oh. Oh, shit. I didn't realize I made it to air. Yeah. Oh, it's also National Podcast Day. And it, it Yesterday is was a, National Beer Day. This is ridiculous. There's too many have, fucking days, man. Why would, why would they have fucking National Beer Day before National Podcast well, Day? But you do realize that when they add, they put a day on the calendar, it doesn't actually add a day to the year. <laughs> they don't have to wedge it in between. Like It just lays over one of the existing days. And haven't we already passed right. National Talk Being Like a National. Pirate Day? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes, I actually had a uh, uh, someone doing that at work for a second, and I was like, just please no, stop. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't know. I don't mind it. I was actually thinking earlier today that I was going to switch my language on Facebook back to pirate just for the hell of it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. You can do that. Yeah. It, it is. It's very entertaining. Richard, just reminded of that scene from Dodgeball with Vince Vaughn. You are not a pirate. <laughs> Him and Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Hey, yeah. Rich. Oh, Rich, let me ask you the question real quick before we go. I asked this on the weeds, man, but I'll make it short this time because okay. I, I can get this into one sentence now. Okay, you you know the about the um the the version that we almost got of Back to the Future starring Eric Stoltz, right? Yeah, there's actually some of it filmed. Yeah, there was there was actual dailies filmed of of uh, before he was yanked and they decided to go with Michael J. Fox. So I imagine that's gotta kind of eat at him. I'm not saying he's a miserable guy, but there's got to be that what if of like what if I actually got that role? I could have been Marty. Role. And what would his career? Because he's always been like the you know. Just kind of, he's, he's, I don't want to say he's a, like a B-movie actor, but... It, he's a character actor. When he, yeah, when he gets into good roles, it's always just as a character actor, too, right? He's never been in a strong lead in anything. I had this watching, I was watching Anaconda is what brought this up in the first place. Oh, I forgot he was so, in that piece of shit. So if he could go back in time... <laughs> <laughs> and make it so that he would remain the star of uh or he had to get the monkey's paw to wish it to happen that's what it was it wasn't the time machine it was the monkey's paw because he'd have, he'd get a monkey's paw and he'd say i wish that michael j fox never got the part of marty mcfly and that i kept that part and the 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 catch would be that not he would get that part and he would have all the rewards of uh you know that came with that you know being in that doctor what was that movie <laughs> Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood, yeah. He gets to be in Doc Hollywood and all that shit. But he has to get, uh, is he Parkinson's? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to get the Parkinson's too. It's a package deal. You make the call. Should Eric Stoltz do it? <laughs> no, do you, do you think he would take that? 
Uh, man, he, he remind. I think his character in Pulp Fiction was probably really close to him in real life. So I think he'd just be no, like, this is what you call it, as long as I got enough for my weed and shit, I'm good. Well, that, well that's what I was going to question. I was going to posit to you yeah. there, Aaron, is does I'm, Michael J. Fox now get to be the drug dealer in Pulp Fiction? Yeah. And, and the creepy professor in uh, Rules of Attraction. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting to yeah, watch. Yeah, he gets to be the guy that was on the sitcom that never got to break into movies and it always shows up as like a B actor. Well, here's the thing. They both got to fuck uh was it lee thompson the chick the mother and and from back to the future yeah when she was young and hot what i have yeah wasn't she caroline in the city too she looked good then too shit I, you know what thumbs up both of them good they now. both they both did yeah. oh i dude i come on dude he did that movie uh some kind of like wonderful a, with like her. a spit roast <laughs> <laughs> Chinese not at the same time <laughs> oh okay. okay i mean i don't know i mean there might be some people on this podcast that have no problem with that but they might you know <laughs> i have no problem with what anybody does in their bedroom <laughs> no i'm talking about referring to Jay's, yes. Jay's three dick theory <laughs> finger cuffs here yeah don't bring me into your fucking yeah. homo fucking <laughs> hate just sounds so annoying man fuck you don't even suck me into this shit <laughs> Just leave me out of it. <laughs> you could have chosen a better word there, Rich. <laughs> All right. Hey, see you guys. Now next that's time. a good point to end the podcast. Kiss my ass, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I guess we'll wrap everything up. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. Like the Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We have one photo up because I'm still figuring out how that shit works because I'm old. But uh, yeah, just on Instagram, it's Unregimented. Uh, tell your friends, share it with people, do what you got to do. I don't know, my things to say. <laughs> so on that note, I would say we'll catch you guys on Monday. Bye. Later. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening Christopher Media let's make some noise thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net